Hi guys, it's Kirkland Manning here telling you that today's episode is brought to you by Junie B Hives. Junie B Hives is a local company that is produced, ran, distributed by one very special listener and a very special person to me and my brother as well, David Manning, our father. Our dad has worked very hard recently on trying to produce this honey, and he's doing a great job. It's flying off the shelves. People are buying it left and right. People that he works with, that we work with, everybody is just loving this local grown honey. And you can get some today at Junie B Hives on Facebook. So run out today and get some honey and enjoy your day. Now it's time to really enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Tiger Brothers Podcast. As always, I'm Kirkland Manning. And I'm Chris Manning. Welcome back, guys. Um, as everybody probably knows by now, uh, Clemson just played Tennessee in the Orange Bowl. Um, a pretty bad show. Well, I don't know about a pretty bad showing as much as a pretty disappointing end yep. result to that game for us. Um, Tennessee defeated our Tigers uh, in Miami. Um I guess I want to start this podcast off by just getting some of your thoughts on the game, maybe break down the game for us a little bit piece by piece and really let us know where we went wrong. Because if you look at the stat sheets, um, it looks like we dominated the game in, yep. in terms of possession and uh, how many times we were across their 50 and things like that. So the stat sheets shows one thing, the scoreboard showed another. So yeah, just give us your thoughts on what happened there. Yeah, so just off your point of stat sheet. So Team A, we'll just do this. Team A has 484 yards total, 320 yards passing, 164 yards rushing, 4.8 yards of play, 101 plays, 36 minutes time of possession. Okay. Team B, 375 total, 251 through the air, 124 on the ground, 5.7 of play, 66 plays, 23 minutes total possession, and nine penalties for 105 yards. Which team won that ball game? Well, it would sound like Team A would win that ball game. You would think, but no, Team A got beat by well, t- 17, t- t- about, yeah, 17 points. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really How confusing. does that happen? It's very confusing. Um, old Clemson teams that ran around 90 to 100 plays a game were definitely winning that ball game. Um, so it's very confusing, to say the least to see a team run that many plays, move the ball the way they it looked like they could, mm-hmm. and, and not end up with a win. Yep. Um, s- numbers can say one thing, but when you watch the football game, it tells a completely different story than the stat sheet. I want to know what, what the game plan, what were they trying to accomplish? offensively in that ball game. We talked about last week that Tennessee's defense as a whole was okay, 44th in the nation. So, I mean, not not terrible, not great. Run defense, pretty good. Secondary, garbage, not good. Mm-hmm. So, if you by that line of thinking, you think you throw the ball, which I I agree with. But I agree with that if you don't have a freshman quarterback in his second or his first start, excuse me, his first start yep. in the Orange Bowl. Right, big game. I think you might need to help him a little bit. Now, before we even get into it, let me go ahead and preface this. Not the, not Cade's fault. Right. This is not a Cade. This is not going to be a podcast where I've heard some people try to throw it on Cade. This is not Cade's fault. Right, it is the coaching staff's fault for making Cade try to carry an offense for seventy-four plays out of one hundred and one to a victory. Right in his first start, yeah, in the Orange Bowl, right against a okay football team. Yeah, how is that the game plan? I, I just don't understand, and I I watched that ball game. And once again, just like the Carolina game a couple games before that, where's Shipley, right. your best football player? Where's Maffa? Probably this, arguably one well. of your other better players, especially down the stretch of the season. Yeah. Where are those guys at? I think Why are they not getting the football in some way or fashion? 
Again, I understand that their, their run defense is okay. You know, you can get them the ball other ways. You didn't do it whole, the whole first half. They barely touched the daggum football. Right. You left it all on Cade Short. He threw it 29 times. Yeah. That's insane. That is absolutely insane to make the freshman quarterback throw the ball 29 times. Yeah. There's just no recipe for success in that. Right. I just don't, I don't, I didn't get it. No, just didn't get it. I get it. And, you know, I, I do believe that Maffa, um didn't play enough or maybe at all. I don't remember too many Maffa runs in the second half, and I thought he was probably running the ball the best at he a certain point. He had seven rushes, 39 yards. He was 5.6 yards a, a clip. I thought he was playing well. I didn't think he wasn't playing bad. You just got to give him the football. Right. Shipley the same way. He had 17 rushes for 17 yards, four, four yards carry. Cade ran it 20 times. Now, again, yeah. that's not. That's not a bad thing because most of the time when he ran zone read, he did, he made the correct read. Yeah. And he got yardage on it. So I'm not, that's not a problem. Right. I might not want my freshman quarterback, once again, that looks like he weighs 185 pounds currently, to run the ball 20 times against a okay rushing defense. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, maybe he got, he got killed a few times. Maybe let's just give it to your running backs that are doing okay. Let's take a little pressure off of Cade a little bit. Yeah. But they, they didn't do it. Uh, one more thing for Maffa was I noticed he was very um, he was very good at pass blocking. Yep. He, he knocked the crap out of a few guys, yep. gave Cade a little bit of time. So that's another reason to maybe have him in the game more. But anyway, I digress. Yep. I want you to continue. So I would like to very, very quickly. Okay. Let's go through. Let's go through. Every offensive drive. You got and a book. You got a book. Here. I got a book here. Okay. I won't go through every single play, but I want you to. I I'm just want to want to show the what happened on the drives that we actually scored points. Okay. The first drive of the ball game, we threw the ball five of nine times. Okay. Also, we run a fake field goal on that would have been a 44-yard field goal. Okay, for the people that say, well, if he would have pitched it, we would have got it. You are very correct. If if Sweeney pitches it, BT may still possibly be running. Also, though, to, to me, it's the exact same thing as the Carolina game when we ran the little sugar huddle crap. It's just not necessary. Now, did we know that after the fact that BT is going to miss three field goals? No. I mean, he very well may have missed this. But in that time, in that during that time of the ball game, I'm just going to go ahead and t- you just stop Tennessee. They opened the opened it up, stopped them. We get the ball. We, we're driving. Go right down the field. We get to their 27 yard line. Let's just kick a 44 yard field goal. Put some points on the board and let's let's start this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's the first drive. Whatever. Your second drive. Tennessee's up seven nothing at the time. You go five of six throws. You and you settle for a fifty-five yard field goal, right. which you miss. So, on this drive, after the ball game, some reporters asked Dabo, "Hey, why did you fake that field goal?" What was Dabo's response? Um, he felt like the game could be won through touchdowns and not field goals. That field goals weren't going to be enough. Yep. So, why did you kick a fifty-five yard field goal? And that's a great question. Why did you settle for a fifty-five yard field goal? Right. You, the one reason why you settled for a 55-yard field goal is because it was 4th and 11. Also, the people that's probably screaming that right now, you are correct. But on 3rd and 8, and again, you're talking about your mentality is you got to score touchdowns, not field goals. Well, maybe if you're thinking you're on the Tennessee 35-yard line, maybe on 3rd and 8 you call a little something different than an empty set what has gotten blown up already. On that first drive, Tennessee evidently watched film, unlike every other team that played us this year. What is the two things that we're going to do if we send Shipley out to the sideline and it's an empty set? Uh, either a QB run yep. or a quick screen. Yep. And Tennessee knew that because twice now, as soon as we sent that guy, they stunned it in the middle, the middle sitting there wide open, and then they're just going to blitz this middle linebacker. And Cade, again, not really his fault. On both of those, 
there was a it had to I mean it had to happen quick. But there was there was a guy open. If he literally all he's barely got to do is just kind of as soon as the linebacker steps in that gap, just kind of chuck it over his head. Right. I think it was Moffa on one, and I think it was Davis on the other. But again, it's not his fault. Right. Scheme wise, that's bad because they know ex- there's a tendency that you did not break, that you haven't broke all year. Tennessee's just smart enough to actually exploit it. That middle's going to be open. Well, by God, we're just going to blitz this near middle linebacker in your face, and he just didn't react quick enough and blows him up. So you could have maybe called a different play on third and eight to kind of get you a little closer to possibly go for it. But no, you didn't, and you kick a 55 yard struggle. So whatever. There's that. The third drive of the game. One of our better drives, we mix in some pass. We're mixing some run. Moffa runs for seven. Moffa runs for five. Cade gets a good tunnel screen to Antonio, nine yards. Moving the football down the field. We get to the Tennessee 32-yard line. Cade also ran for 12 yards on a, on a RPO. Ooh, good with it. We get to the Tennessee 32-yard line. Incomplete pass, incomplete pass, incomplete pass. Settle for a 49-yard field goal, and we all know what happens. Miss. No points. Fourth drive, six of the seven passes. Guess what? No points. Fifth drive. Hey, this is interesting. This is different. Six of the ten plays are either runs or passes to your running backs, getting the running backs involved in the fifth drive of the game. That took you a little while. We end up getting three points off of it. All right, cool deal. Sixth drive. You just ran the ball a little bit on the drive before. Got points off of it. The sixth drive. Five of six passes. No points. Seventh drive. End of the half. You're kind of having to go two-minute drill, which I thought Kay did fine up until we get inside and he scrambles twice, no timeouts, just the clock kind of got to him. Again, not totally his fault. He's a freshman. Hasn't really been in these situations. Should have probably been put in better positions, better coach, but also that comes with playing time, which he has not had. Whatever. Eighth drive. The first drive of the second half. Somebody must have got in somebody's ear and said, hey, uh, Shipley over here, he's only touched the ball like four times through that whole first half. Maybe you need to get him the football. Okay, cool. Here we go. Uh, Cade gets a pass. Uh, Shipley run for two. Shipley run for eight. Shipley run for 13. Cade run for seven. Hmm, this, is, this is pretty good. Shipley run for three. Cade pass to Shipley. Phil run for three. Third and five. Uh, Cade pass. Uh, we end up getting a settle for a field goal. But you know what? You got points. Seven of those ten were either run or passes to the running back. You Once again, you get points. Ninth drive. <clears throat> this is an important drive because at the time it's 14 to 6. You're down by a possession. You get the ball on your 35-yard line. You come out, you go two for three passes, and you go three and out, and you punt it. Also, on that next drive, Tennessee then, uh, uh, Tennessee scored. Okay. Tenth drive. Eight of the ten are runs. Unfortunately, this is the, uh, Chipley didn't get the, we go for it on fourth down on the Tennessee 31. We didn't get it. Uh, you know, could you have called a little better player out there on third down to get you a little closer? Because K dropped back to pass. He ended up having to scramble. Didn't you know? Didn't get the first down. I'm I'm honestly okay with that drive, but because you move the football just fine by doing what? Running the ball. Running the ball. Eight of the ten times. Okay. Eleventh drive. Seven of the twelve plays are runs. Let's go through them real quick. Fill for three. Uh, K throws it for eight. Cade throws it for 12. Cade runs for four. Cade, incomplete pass. Cade completes it for nine yards. Okay, here we go. We're inside the 25-yard line. We're inside the red zone. What do we do not, what is the big complaint from all of the fan base right now? What do we not do during the game? Run the ball? No, we didn't score in the red zone. That was our problem. We can move it inside and in between the 20s, but we could not get, when you got into the red zone, couldn't do anything with it. Oh, okay. for this game. For this game. Yeah. All year we were All year, really good. In this game, yeah. you sucked inside the red I zone. I see what you're saying. This is interesting. Okay, you get to the 25-yard line. You go Shipley for six. You're down to the Tennessee 19, inside the red zone. Shipley for two. 
Shipley for 10. Shipley for 3. Cade runs for 4. Touchdown. You ran it every single play inside that red zone, and you scored your touchdown. Right, yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. The next play, defense did not help you. You finally get it, you get it back. You score your touchdown. It's 21-14. You're feeling good about yourself. And we end up giving up a bomb for for a touchdown. It was inevitable to happen. It was it, it was going to happen. By, at that we'll point. talk about that here in just a second. I just want to go through the offense. Sure. So, anyways, it's 21-14. There's eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Should you start pressing a little bit? Probably. I mean, it, you're getting close. Okay, but there's still time. You, you've been moving. Your, your offense has been moving the football all game long. That last drive, you just saw that if you run the ball inside the red zone, you can score. You can run the football. We get the ball on the 31-yard line. We go four for four passes. Incomplete. Pass for two. Incomplete. Kate gets intercepted. It's on fourth and eight. I, again, I'm not going to blame it on Kate. Uh, that was also, so we talked about it just a minute ago. On that play, we shipped Shipley out to the sideline. It's an empty set. He's already saw that, hey, when I go empty, we do the same crap every single time. They've been doing the same stuff, and every time we do this, I get my head knocked off by that middle linebacker. So when that ball was snapped, if you, I literally sat there in like slow mode that play. As soon as that ball has snapped and he sees that middle linebacker coming, he immediately takes off running. He doesn't even look downfield. And again, not his fault because he knows, like, I, dude, I'm about to get my head knocked off. He immediately takes off running. And on that play, offense, the right side of the offensive line gets blown up. He's having to run backwards, which was a problem in this game for, for happened him. A, happened a lot. It happened a lot. But he's he's trying to make a daggum play, man, right. and he throws a, a pick. Yeah. Is what it is. We get the ball back, actually, though, because they go three and out. And then so we get it on the six-yard line. There's six minutes left. You're down by 28 – or, excuse me, you're down by 14 points. You kind of need to start pressing. You know, you got to start – doing some stuff. You get the ball in the six-yard line, and you go pass, 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 and you punt. And honestly, that's pretty much the ball game right there. Yeah. So, and out of all that, what was the theme on that? When we scored points, what did we do? We ran the ball, got the ball to our running back. Yeah. Just wasn't hard for me. Yeah, and you don't get paid millions of dollars to do it. Nope. And it seems pretty obvious. Nope. So... The moral of this story is, yep. What? Or I guess my question is, who would you put the blame on more than you know? It's a team game, but who would you put it on more? I put it on the offensive staff of coming up with a game plan that put all the pressure on the in the world. You put the whole game on the freshman shoulders 74 plays of 101 he it was it was up to him to make a play so basically if he doesn't play well which again i actually think he played as good as he could for the for amount of times he touched the ball but if he didn't play exceptional or your receivers that let's be honest stink once again the receivers stink now it hasn't got a played better of the last two games yep has that been because the two defenses that we've played, the secondary stinks? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Cole Turner, a little more athletic than people because, for one, nobody knew who the heck he was. Did he make a couple plays? And he actually made just one play. It was uh, good. I mean, it was, it was cool. A great play. It was a great yeah. play. But, I mean, is he your answer? I don't know. Antonio, they kind of bottled him up a little bit. Honestly, his plays were more tunnel screen stuff. Tight ends got out a little bit more. But other than that, there's no receivers, man. There's nowhere for him to, to help him. Right. Get open, give him easier throws. Yeah. I felt like Tennessee did a really good job of playing Clemson defense. They did. Uh, ben, don't break. They and did. You just put so much pressure on him to, yeah. to have to win you the ball game yeah. when obviously you were running the ball enough. Like, yeah. You don't have to break off these 25, 30 yard runs to think that you're running the football. I will take Shipley running for five or six yards a carry, and I'll take Phil running for four or five yards a carry. And then I'll take the RPO game with Kay getting about three yards of carry every now and then. Yeah. Honestly, he was he ran the RPO game pretty good. I thought he did. I would just rather knock that twenty yards or twenty carries for Cade down to maybe ten or twelve, and let's give the other eight to you know your best player on the football team and, and right. 
Chipper. Yeah. So I just think it comes down to the offensive staff. Do I think Streeter needs should have called more runs, of course. But at the same time, you can't kind of nitpick it. I mean, you can, but you can't. In between the 20s, I thought the offense looked pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, he's the one calling the ball plays. So, yeah, it looked pretty good. But at the same time, you've got to be able to – you've got to get the ball to your best players. That is your job. Right. You game plan for three weeks. How is it not in the game plan to get your best player the ball? Right. I'm tired of – after the Carolina game – after the Notre Dame game, after a lot of these games, after this game, yeah, we should have got Shipley the ball more. Yeah, hindsight, you know, probably should have ran the ball more. How, 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 how does it take you after the ball game, or I got to watch the film to realize, yeah, I should have gotten the ball more? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. You know how many teams would kill to have a Shipley where you could just hand it to them 30 times and be real happy with it? I just feel like we've gotten out coached. Lately, way more this year than we've ever have ever, and that's a that's a problem. Yeah, I we have we have been getting out coached. I think, and then so we can kind of we can kind of go 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 this way now. You you said it earlier in the year. It this is a product of having a young coaching staff, which we do. Streeters first year of calling ball plays, Wes's first year of calling ball plays. Will they get better? They can't get I mean, honestly they can't Streeter can't get any worse to me. I didn't I just don't think he most of the time he did not call a good ball game. Most most of the time. Yeah. When you don't get your best player to football game, you do not do a good job. Yeah. So will they get better? Yes. Is this the place to learn? No. 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 It's obvious. No. You had opportunities in the beginning, in the off season, to go get whoever you wanted, and you thought it was a good idea to hire within. Unfor- this is, and so this is what you get. Right, is mistakes, and I just feel like we're a program. Of, we should have been a program above that to go get whoever to go outside and go get better people, but you didn't. So this is what this is what it is. What it is now. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd be curious to know how many points we scored a game this year and last year as compared to other years in the past. Now, I know it's not totally fair because of the quarterbacks that we had, but yeah, we were imposing our will on people, I felt like, and it was almost like you guys are going to have to play an A-plus game to beat us, and now I don't feel like it has to necessarily be that way to beat us. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like a Brad Brownell ish team where it's like it's going to be low score and hopefully we score more points than you and i don't god i I wish we could just go back to just putting up points yeah and honestly that this year you kind of went into this year thinking that because of people that came back on defense and honestly the defense didn't play up to the par what you thought for the talent they had exactly i mean i think we were we were kind of in the 40 range nationally in defense and dude we don't we don't do we don't do that you know what i mean but that could be that could go off on west Again, will it get better? Probably, but I mean, again, you just you kind of wasted that D line talent that you had. You feel like because I didn't think yeah. D line played particularly well this year, right? You now you kind of wasted Trenton's last year. The secondary needs to get better, and right. honestly, most of all this this conversation, there is a multitude of issues. Yeah, but a lot of this kind of comes back to the Jimmys and Joes. Yeah. Of I'm pretty sure we talked about multiple times earlier in the year. We just don't have the talent like we used to, man. And right. the secondary especially you can against a, like a Tennessee, you saw it. Two of the two of their touchdowns come off of freshman cornerbacks. Partly of that is being a freshman. Some of it is I mean they're just not they don't have the speed we just don't have the speed in the secondary to keep up with some of really these just explosive receivers that are in college football right now. Yeah, the other one come off of Makuba. The other two come off of Makuba. Yeah, who has not played, played very right. well this year? Has played awful this year. But at the same time, they're playing him at a position. He's a safety, and they're putting him basically at a cornerback. Right. So we di- we just have to have better players on the defensive side of the ball in the secondary more than not, because on the D line we're kind of especially this recruiting class we're kind of reloading now. We're we're getting thin now. Yeah. At D end, depending on who comes and goes. 
And you got people transferring. And you got people transferring all that good stuff. But I mean, the secondary, you got to get better in the secondary and recruiting portal, however you need to do it. And then offensively wise, you got to go out and get these, get some explosive wide receivers because I don't see any on this. You, Antonio, your best receiver is a freshman. Right. He can't do it all by himself. And honestly, Antonio's not even a speed guy. You've got to get speed. You've yeah. got to get explosive players on the offensive side of the ball that we've used to, what we're used to seeing. And we have, we have none of them. I yeah. think Shipley's a great football player, probably our best football player. But is he explosive? No. Yeah. And he's your best football player. He's not but, outrunning many people. No, he's not explosive. We yeah. need. We just don't have any expo- Honestly, Cade might be our most explosive player. Yeah. With his legs. Yeah. Um, I think it. I think it's something we need to bring up, or at least talk about. So, I saw some pretty, you know, big time people tweeting, talking about this game, about Cade, about the offense, things like that, the game. And they were bringing up DJ. Mm-hmm. And they were bringing up that it's possible that we might have even won that game with DJ at the quarterback. What do you think about that? Because um, Cade played well, but does the play calling change to more run if DJ's in the game? Because he can't throw because it. Because he well. can't throw it. I yeah. mean, so that's a weird thing to say. Well, but. maybe. Maybe. But then you look at the Carolina game and they made DJ throw it, what? What was it, 30 times or whatever when mm-hmm. he still couldn't throw and the deficiency against Carolina was to run the ball and you still didn't run the ball against Carolina. Right. So you put it all on DJ to try to throw the football and it just makes of no that sense. Did not work. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, but maybe not. So if we want to go with the DJ Cade thing all year long, I will actually, I do not do this a lot. I'm actually going to agree with that Pula a little bit on this. So somebody called him because, of course, he's been the DJ guy. Yeah, this whole time. Big one, yeah. A big DJ guy. So, of course, after the ball game, you know, he's like, well, if DJ was, yeah, he was one of the ones. If DJ's in there, you know, you probably would have won the football game or things would have been different or whatever. I, I don't, I don't know if I totally agree with that. But, right. If you played, say you started Cade every game this year, he started from the get go, do you think you would have won the Wake Forest game the way that game went? Mm, I'd probably not. No. Do you think he actually played well that game? He did, and yeah. you needed you needed a experienced guy in that. And this is also during the time period where he was playing okay football. But this is before the Syracuse game, of course. Right. If Cage is starting, to, so that's that's probably one loss. Notre Dame, I think you still lose that ball game because honestly, you just got physically just beat down on defense and offensively. Yeah, I don't know if if Cade's good for that. So that's that's two. The only one in there. NC State kind of could go back and forth a little bit. But, but, if he played all year long, he's gaining experience, okay? Yes, you probably have more losses. You have a couple more losses in there. Just because, again, he's a freshman. And even in this, he's practiced all year long. So he's got, he's got that kind of experience. And even in this game, you saw why he hasn't started. He's still not ready. And again, it's not his fault for the people who's like, well, you, you don't, like, it's just not his fault. He's a freaking freshman, okay? Practicing all year. Even in, to the 13th game of the season, he's not ready. If he had played, you're gaining some experience by the Carolina game. If Cade plays, do we beat Carolina? I think so. Yeah, again, I think it so. is what it is. But I do think you beat Carolina. You saw what he did against North Carolina. I that game's probably the same. Maybe this game's different. And it's not when it's not his first start, and he's not deer in the headlights on some of these plays, and he's running 45 yards backwards. But you, this is the situation that you're in. So, I mean, I don't know if it would have been a whole lot different with him. The end of the season might have been a little different, but I think the beginning of the season, he would have looked would have looked more like this game. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of yeah. where I'm going with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just thought it, I thought it was something worth bringing up yeah. just to talk about. Um. But yeah, I guess we can move on a little bit to the defense. Yeah, I mean, I, unless you have final thoughts for me, no, that's pretty much it. I'm kind of tired of that. Um, so can I say one thing actually? Yeah, go ahead. So Dabo, at the end of you know the game during the press conference, he was talking about how this year was you know we won 11 games. Mm-hmm. We'd only won 11 games one time coming into 2000. 
13 or 12. Yep. And we've won like 11 games eight times yep. since then. I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing that. Like this was a great year. Yep. When you're you're not seven and five Clemson anymore. Yep. You're on a different level. Yep. And you need to start acting like it. Yep. Instead of going backwards. Yep. So I just wanted to say that really quick. It it really does irritate me to hear that something. It honestly is Dabo's fault. He has set a standard of what does he say all the time? Best is the standard. He has grown this program to a level where we expect to compete for national championships, win ACC championships. We expect to look a certain way. Okay. Are you going to win a national championship every year? No. No, I don't think. And if you expect that, you're a moron. Right. No, we're not expecting to win. Do I expect to look and compete at that kind of level? Yeah, I do because we did it for so long and I know what good football looks like because we've done it. Yeah. He has set that standard. So these past couple years, when we have looked the way they look, and now people are starting to question things, I, I don't. It's because we know what it's, this crap's supposed to look like. We've watched it, and when it is starting to kind of, it's starting to slide a little bit, and it's not hard to see. So don't get all defensive and be like, "Well, we won eleven games. You should be happy with that. We won a championship. Yeah, that's cool and all, but especially this year." When you've gone outside the ACC, you got your clock cleaned. Yeah. Except for Carolina, Carolina could have been what it is. But against Notre Dame, you got your clock cleaned. And in, and in this one, I don't know if you can say you got your clock cleaned, but you end up losing 31-14. Right. Because of whatever the heck you were trying to do offensively. When you got outside the ACC, you lost. And that's, 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 that's a problem. Was this season just a complete, just throwaway season? No. Grade wise, I'm gonna give us a, a, a B, a B, B minus, B minus, B B plus, somewhere in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, was it a good year? A lot of people want to win a little ball games. Yeah, you are, you are 100 right about it. A lot of people would like to win championships. You are 100 right about that. But I'm sorry that I want more, and I just don't with the current state of the program right now and the players you have and the coaches you have right now I'm sorry I'm not I'm just I'm not I'm not super excited about it because I don't you're better than this you you should be better than this yeah especially you know defensively to me with the talent you have but whatever yeah I agree with you um like you said you can call that spoiled or whatever you want to I don't I mean that doesn't bother that, me that, yeah whatever yeah. yeah I don't think we should win every football game and yeah. I'm okay with losing Right. I just want to look. I want to look a certain way if we lose. You know what I mean. I want to. Right. I want it to to look like we're in the ball game. And if you just get outplayed, you just get outplayed. And that's right. you know that's you tip your cap and you go on about it. But right. it's like if you had a loss to Wake Forest in a game like that. In a game like that, you'd be like, okay. That was like the Notre Dame game when DJ started like that, dude. I mean, right. that was I was like, hey, you just you played your daggum guts out, and sometimes you just lose a football game. Yeah. Again, completely fine. I'm okay with losing football games. You're not going to win them all. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not my point. Right. I just think you you have set a standard to look a certain way and how you play football, and we are just not we're not at that level anymore. Yeah. You just don't. You're not. You're just not. Right. I mean, you you're a part of the blue bloods in a way, um, where people expect you to be in the talks of uh the playoffs. Yep. Every year, mm -hmm. and it should be a no brainer that you're going to win the ACC championship most years. When you look, so this is my thing. So, say we beat Carolina. Yeah. You scrape by and you beat Carolina. You beat North Carolina. The way the things fell out, you would have been in the playoff. Yeah. More than likely, you would have been in the playoff. Could you imagine this team in the playoff? Did oh. you just watch those football games? We'd have gotten murdered. Murdered. Yeah, we'd have been murdered. destroyed. Murdered. Destroyed. But you still could have made it. You could have made it. Oh, you could have made it. But th again, that's another problem of could you have kind of lucked your way into that just by happenstance the way things happen? Yeah, but did you do you really think in your heart of hearts when you watch this football team all year long that was a playoff team? Right. But because of where we where you are in the ACC right now, and but hey, by the way, Florida State coming. Florida State's coming. They're the coming. way the way you look right now, you would have. You would have got your clock clean, dude. 
those teams no doubt put up there's some Michigan and Georgia are some of the best defenses in the country and they just got freaking 50 50 burgers dropped on both of them yeah you have to have offense you have to have explosive players all these things we don't have any of that right now no it's it's very strange we are not we are just not at that level anymore and it this it dropped off so hard so fast right and that it's a it's a problem yeah, it's a problem. So again, when you when you want to throw around, long story short, when you want to throw around, you should be happy with eleven, eleven wins, winning ACCs, and all that. you could be back to seven to five. I'm sorry, you you set a standard, and right now we are falling below that standard, and that's why that's why fans are upset. Yeah, and I think that's very well said, Dabo. You set the standard. Um, that's that's where it starts and ends right there. Yep. You can't be upset with people being upset when you are the one who's set the standard yep um there's a certain expectation that comes with that yep and unfortunately man uh, hasn't been met in two years yep um and it's his job to fix it and i Dabo, let's just go ahead and say nobody on here is trying to get rid of Dabo. oh god no for the freaking people on the message boards that want to get rid of Dabo, y'all again y'all are morons right and yeah no don't absolutely do that. insane but it is his job to fix it right and again he knows what good football look good football looks like the man didn't just forget how to coach football and all these things, but you know, how long do you give a coach like Streeter if you're Dabo before you go? Okay, I gave you time, man. We're moving on. Is it after this year? I don't think that's going to happen. Think it's happen. But if it was you, would you be like, yeah, that wasn't it? Well, if it was me, I would have. I think I would have went outside the program because you can you sh- you can even see even when Trevor was there, dude. That last year and everything. you can just see the op- the offense just looks it just looks stale. Just our our whole offensive scheme just doesn't. It's not what it could be or what it used to be. You know what I mean? So I feel like you just absolutely feel like you just need an influx of some new blood and some new ideas and everything. So I don't. I'm not going to get all into that. We've got into that for other other times, but yeah. Um, DJ's uncle. Yeah, he came out with some stuff. Yeah, talking about Streeter hasn't, you know, DJ didn't develop as a quarterback, and we've kind of under Streeter, we've. I mean, yeah, I mean, they just don't look like they've gotten any. They kind of everything stayed. They've stayed the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. I don't think he's going to get rid of him. And again, maybe if you had better players, again, these players just aren't good enough, especially at wide receiver. Maybe he gets better series. Maybe he turns into a genius, like a lot of coaches do. Maybe that's what it right. is. Right, right. But as of right now, I mean, you're gonna give him give him next year, I guess, and see what it looks like. But if you get the same players, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Cade makes some more plays, and and you know, again, you kind of win the Carolina game, maybe. Right. I, I don't. But I don't know. I think you still need better players. When it comes down to just the brass tacks of it, unfortunately. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, Jeff Scott moved back up to the upstate doesn't mean anything. Um, uh, according to him, he's not coaching next year anyway. Yeah. Um, unless something comes his way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's anything anything to that? Because people want him to come back, but maybe it's just the players he had. Uh, I mean, you know, I think he was a great wide receiver coach, but also at the same time, well, now he recruited him because he was a recruiting coordinator. At the same time, you know, it's always kind of like Streeter. You know, you look like a you look like a genius when you coach Deshaun Watson, you coach Trevor Lawrence, and the same with Jeff when you coach Duke Hopkins and Sammy Watkins and and all those guys. I mean, you know, you look like a genius. Hunter Renfro's and I mean, yeah. So I mean, the play the sometimes the coach is as good as the players he has around him, but at the sometimes you got to coach some people up. And right now, I just don't feel like we're coaching people up with the with the coaches that we have. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, definitely just need to get better at recruiting and using the portal. Yep. Got to use the portal. We're seeing it at Florida State. It looks like, you know, they can be scary. Yep. Because they're using it. They're using it. All these other teams are using it. I mean, like we talked about a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever that was, about it, the portal a little bit. I mean, right now, dude, we're kind of locked up with scholarships. So, yep. I mean, we can't just keep giving. We, you can't just have an unlimited amount of supply of scholarships. You know, we right, right now we're full. And unless start, people start leaving, which... Some rumors are out there right now. We might 
lose a high profile, who knows, that's a rumor or not, but, I mean, you kind of got to have guys leave. So you open up scholarships to, to maybe use in the portal. So, I don't know. When you see Georgia as – Dude, how I mean, when you see Georgia recruiting at the level they are, top five every year, competing now for their second national championship, more than likely probably going to win their second national championship. Yeah, they're using the Dagon portal. They went out and got them two wide receivers in the portal. Why can Georgia do it? You know what I mean? Look at T, T, half of TCU's starting offense and defense are portal guys. They just want they're going to the national championship. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean these you're starting USC quarterback transfer, wide receivers transfer. Look at all these top teams right now. Everybody's using it now. It seems like except for us. And you're going to get left behind. You will get left behind. You've got to use it. But again, you've got to have space for it too. But you, I don't know, man. I think you just got to change your philosophy a little bit, unfortunately. Thing is, it took you this long. It took Dabo a long time, um, in a way, to get to the point where we're at now. And that can go away. So quickly. Yeah, I mean, it, as fast as you thought it, you know, your climb was, it can go away infinitely mm-hmm. as quickly. Yeah. So you just got to be careful, and you got to kind of you got to adapt with the, the times. times. You yeah. just you got to adapt with the time. I mean, look at Nick Saban with his offense. For you know, ever they're dominating. Not that they're still not, but I mean, you know, they're they're really dominating. Here are here we come, and he sees Deshaun in the kind of offense stuff, and we beat them and then we whoop them and then all of a sudden then they start going out and getting these freaking four two receivers everywhere right he goes out and gets them a dynamic quarterback that can run around a little bit and his offense completely changed from kind of ground and pound with a with a play or a uh um a uh like a derrick henry type you know yeah big running backs and and just kind of a signal caller back there that kind of doesn't screw things up to dynamic quarterback play and dynamic receivers he changed just like he you got to change with the times yeah absolutely um yeah they just they just got to change yep got to keep up anyways but you were going with defense a minute ago talk yeah. about the defense just kind of a little bit i thought they played as good as they freaking could for as long as they could i, I think so too first half i mean again you had uh, Lucas got beat. He's a freshman. Uh, Mahuba got beat for a touchdown. But I mean, the fourteen holding the, even though they're backups. What we talked about, Milton played great, way better than I thought he was going to. Unfortunately, um, we got beat by scheme. Just their scheme itself is gonna score points. Um, so we we kind of held them in check for as long as we could. The second half, they adjusted something. I can't quite tell what it was, but they did something because they started running the football. And when they started running the football, up until that point, we were playing a lot of zone, kind of keeping things in front of us, making Milton have to make decisions, which he did pretty good. But at the same time, you know, you saw a little bit of inaccuracy. But in that second half, when they started running the football, you had to start going more man. And then, dude, he just started dropping bombs every day. Where yeah. Toriano gets beat, Makuba gets beat again, just on bomb of plays. So, I mean, you know, they, they tried for as long as they could. But, you know. Against that offense, the offense is going to score points no matter who the heck's out there. Just the way, again, by the way their scheme is. So, kind of was what it was. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Um, defense did play well. Yeah. Gave up two big plays. Um, I believe it was two, maybe three. But, like you said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen against that kind of offense. Yeah, and, I mean, they play – Fast pace, and once they complete a few, you know, big plays, you yep. know, pass plays or run plays, mm-hmm. and they start hurrying up like that, we did an okay job for a while, but eventually, like you said, they're going to score. Yeah. And there was four or five different times, even in the first few drives they had, where we could have picked the ball off and went running in the end zone, and we were just a hair short. Yep. So we were there, just, you know, your offense got to score some points. Yep. You kept them off the field, but... Yep. But, I mean, you got to score. You got to score. And that was about, I mean, for me, that was about it. Mm-hmm. And BT having a bad game, that that kind of. I mean, that, that definitely is. That hurts. Weird. I mean, do you feel a little better about the offense? I mean, even still, dude, I mean, all the field goals that he tried are 55, 49, 44. I mean, it's not like they were 
thirty yard. You know, you're oh yeah, you're 100%. inside the fifteen yard line. Every time he's kicking, having to kick, and you just couldn't get in. So you're kicking. I mean, there's still substantial kicks. You know, he's trying 100%. to to make. So I mean, you could have still moved the ball better if you had ran the daggum football, in my opinion. Yeah. But at the same time, how many times that he's gonna miss three freaking field goals? I know. You know, I mean, but so yeah. he picked a bad day to have a bad day. I know. But even just. Does that change the game in there if he makes kicks? Probably, but even still with three kicks that he missed, if he made them, you still lose the ball game. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, it is interesting, too. I think we only punted twice. Oh, That's a testament. I, I mean, yeah, I possibly, yeah, I don't I, really remember punting a whole lot. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of the times he was either turnover on downs or um, interceptions. That was later in the game. Yeah. Uh, missed field goals, fake field goals. There wasn't a whole lot of punting, so no. offense moved the ball well enough. They did. You just they could not finish. Got to run the ball, man. Got to. I feel like yeah, that was a big thing. Got to run the football. Should have just too much on the young quarterback, man. Yeah. All right. Well, there's still one more game to be played this year. Yep. And that's the national championship game. Yep. Unfortunately, our Tigers aren't in it, but also fortunately, our Tigers aren't in it. Mm. Um. Who we got? We got TCU and Georgia, right? Yeah. Uh, didn't I didn't give TCU a, a shot. I didn't either. I thought Michigan was just going to line it up and kind of bully them, and honestly, it was kind of the other way around a little bit. Yeah. Um, if that third quarter didn't get kind of fluky for both teams, who knows? I mean, TCU could have just beat them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was, you know, I, it's somebody different, so it's going to be good to watch. Uh, the Georgia-Ohio State game. <sighs> That was crazy. Well, that was the most Ohio State thing I've ever saw. Uh, once again, you could have, should have won a game, and you did not. When it come down to it, you blew an eleven point lead, and then all their fans want to scream and cry for you know that should have been that call or, uh, well, you knocked out our best player. Or, well, that I mean, yeah, could have been different if he played. Maybe the fourth quarter, maybe score more time. That's possible, but also don't blow a. 11, 16-point lead or whatever he had at one point in time. That guy didn't play defense. So, right. Eh, that's just Ohio State fans. Um, so, Georgia and TCU, 13-point spread. Vegas still is not giving the giving the Frogs any chance. Um, the way they played, and honestly, Duggan didn't even play that great. You put up 51 points on, again, a good defense. I think I'm going to at least give them a chance. I still, unfortunately, think Georgia wins. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I'm going to give them a chance, at least, just the way they played the other night against Michigan. If I'm a bet man, I put my money on Georgia, but I kind of want to ride. Pick, I think I'd pick TCU with the spread. Oh, uh, Cover 13. If we're talking about the spread, then 100%. Yeah. I think I would ride the magic of TCU this year. Yeah. Ohio State gave Georgia problems because they can move the ball. Because they can move the ball. I, but the problem is, I don't know if TCU's defense is good enough. Ohio State... They have, I mean, the receivers that them Jeffers have are just, they were so explosive and they kind of, they exposed Georgia's defense a little bit. Now, honestly, it's not even exposed Georgia's defense. It's just, if you have that explosive of outside guys and you have a comparable quarterback that can get on the football, I don't give a crap what defense you have. You're going to score points. That's just the way college football, college football is not about defense anymore. You got to maybe just have just enough to kind of, you know, keep you in it to a certain extent, but at the same time, you just got to score points. Yeah. Just the way offenses are built. And I don't know if TCU quite has that explosiveness to kind of take advantage like Ohio State did against Georgia. That's the only reason I think Georgia still wins. But, I mean, not, TCU plays good defense. and Stetson didn't play great. I mean, the one ball he hit, you know, the guy fell down. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you got to give the little joker freaking credit when, when he needed a drive there at the end. He put it together and, and got him in the end zone. So, I, I think it's just uh, it leans a little more Georgia, but again, I think I take TCU with the points, just yeah. the way they again, just the way they played. I would definitely take them with the points. Yeah, there's something about that Stinson Bennett guy. Um, well, you know he's 75 years old. So yeah, he is. Yeah, he's very old, but he he has a story where you would want to pull for him, but I just can't do it. Something about it. I don't know what it is about that guy that I don't like, I don't but know I think it's because he gives off like he's got. Confidence like Joe Burrow, but I, but he, I don't think it's. But he has a national championship and he's going to a second one. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Some about him. I, just, I don't see. I don't know. There's something where I feel like it's fake. Yeah, like his confidence or his. He's trying to act like a 
a bad dude, and it's like you're not though, but yeah. you've won. Yeah, now you're I, a winner. I I know exactly what you're saying, but yeah, some of I don't like. No, 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 I don't know. But good on him. But hey, man, if you win, if you win back to back national championships, absolutely, whatever. <laughs> good absolutely. for you, bro. Especially so. I mean, and that's what's crazy with with Georgia. They weren't supposed to go. When you lose as much talent as Georgia lost, especially on the defensive side, like you basically lost your whole defense to the first round of the NFL. You are not supposed to be back in the national championship. Right. And here they are, and more than likely they're going to win it again. So, I mean, that just, it's kind of scary. Yeah. For other teams, like, geez Louise. Could have been Clemson. Um, But we played the best team of all time in LSU that year. But mm. it could have been us. But unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be Georgia. But you're right. Yeah, it's it's weird to lose that much talent, come back, and dominate just as much as you did the year before. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but we'll see what happens. Yep. Um, well, homie, this is our last podcast of the year. Yep. It I, was a uh, it was a year. It was there was some ups and downs. There was definitely some ups and downs. There were definitely some downs. Yep. There were a lot of downs, but there were some ups. Yep. Um, it was a crazy year, but it was a fun year at the same time. I believe. Um, I thought we had a good time, yep. especially on this podcast, and we really appreciate all you guys for listening. Yep, everyone that listens, you know, you got your good and bad on the old Tiger Net where I post this thing. That one, we'll take it all. I mean, as long as you listen, I mean, I don't mind some criticism here or there. It doesn't doesn't yep. bother me at all. Yeah, uh, all I care about is that you gave it a listen, you gave it a shot, man. That's all we asked for. That's right. And feedback is appreciated, no matter what it is. We like it all. Yep. Um, we we will see you guys again though. For the spring game, I believe we're we're talking about doing a. Yep, we'll uh, we'll probably break down the spring game, see some of the younger guys that come in, all that good stuff. There's another portal opening up in the spring after the spring game, and all that good stuff. So we'll see if uh, we have some turnover on the roster and what we're going to look like and going into the uh, summer and fall camp. Get ready for next year. Get ready for next year, man. But thank you guys again for listening to this episode of the Tiger Brothers Podcast, and thank you for listening all year long. And we will see you again next year. See you next year.